Let's go talk about Michigan State. 23.5 point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal joins us. That spread's going the other way. Is this a good bunker game for Mel Tucker and the Spartans? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. You know, I mean, sometimes you you can tell. Like I, Michigan, obviously, has a better team, and it's just that my sense is that's a really dialed in group. And um, unless Michigan State can hold up defensively at the line of scrimmage, really, and hold up on both sides, I, I think it's going to be a long afternoon. And, and and you know, we don't know that for sure because. They they did have some injuries for a while, and some guys came back, and they looked better against Wisconsin. So maybe things there will be a little bit better than they seem. But it's, um, and I've been wrong on this rivalry before, so I'll say that and take it for what it's worth. I picked Michigan to win this game seven straight years, and Michigan State won four though. So what do I know? But um, it just doesn't feel like a game that's going to wind up being competitive in the second half. If you're writing that Sunday column late Saturday night, what would have to happen for Michigan State? Not just luck or fumbles or, you know, the muff punt. We, we've seen it all in this rivalry. What do they have in terms of talent and play calling and execution that they could utilize Saturday night, maximize it, and pull the upset? Yeah, so obviously they're going to need some things to go right. And you bring up, you know, turnovers and all that jazz. And, and I, I do think, though, also they're, they're going to need, like, where they have a potential matchup advantage – pretty much weekly in the Big Ten if they can, you know, is a healthy Jaden Reed, which he appears to be now, and they're, they're, they're weapons on the outside and at tight end. And so if, if they're able to be adequately protect Peyton Thorne and, and sort of force balance, not so much in terms of number of rushing yards, but number of runs, and give themselves a chance to utilize those guys, you know, they've, they've got a chance to, uh, you know, to, to put together a couple drives and big plays and, 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 and score some points. The question is, like, you know, best case scenario, what is the points that Michigan's going to score? And, and, you know, what maybe low to mid-30s if, if things go perfectly for MSU. And so the question is, can Michigan State get to that level offensively? Because you think as well as things went against Wisconsin last week or two weeks ago, you know, it, it still was a, uh, you know, the, two of those touchdowns came in overtime. They were at 21 points at the end of regulation. So I just don't know if they have enough juice uh, to, to keep pace. I think it's going to take some some sort of defensive score, or, or, or you know, and they need something to go well early. They had a little more swagger to them defensively uh, a couple weeks ago. Xavier Henderson makes an enormous difference just because of his pre-snap reads, and I think having uh, Jacob Slade in the middle of the defensive line, there's a trickle down from that that's incredibly helpful for those guys. Um, so it, it, you know, there are reasons to think that they'll be better off than they were if would be if they played this four weeks ago and i think it would have been a disaster but um it's also you know if they and really it comes down a lot to can they somehow measure up on the line of scrimmage defensively and force jj mccarthy to beat them because he hasn't proven he can do that yet he hasn't had to uh hasn't been uh, you know as precise as maybe michigan would love him to be i just don't know if michigan state this year has the guys to force Michigan into that game. I think it's up to Thorne or Reed, or maybe a combo there, where if they both have a monster game, that is the only chance outside of Michigan beating themselves for MSU to post a W. And I think for Reed, you mentioned him. like He's a great player and a great college player. I think he'll be a pro. 
But these are the sort of games where you go from great player at Michigan State to legend at Michigan State. And, you know, if you look at a guy like Plaxico Burress, for example, all those years ago, great player at Michigan State, he kind of became a legend in Spartan lore with the 10 catches for 255 yards in 1999 against Michigan. And people still remember that stat line. That was a day that, that changes how people think of him. And, and Reed, um, you know, we saw last week, looked like a star again. I mean, he had that swagger to him. You're talking about a guy who had nine catches, 117 yards, threw for a touchdown, caught the game-winning touchdown, and returned a punt for a touchdown that was, was called back. So, But you saw that sort of um, swagger to him. You saw that sort of air about him. And that that's a guy they're lucky to have healthy again, and it was something I underestimated, just how much him not being 100% hurt them. Um and I don't think it's enough, but ultimately to pull an upset, one thing you need, other than things going right, is you need guys who are problem matchups, no matter who you're playing. And Reed is one of the, f- the few guys who has a chance to be that. His name is Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast co-host, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal. Also follow him on Twitter. If I have to spell Couch for you, there's no need to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Graham. I know you're busy. Appreciate the time. No, I appreciate you having me. Take care, Bill. All right, Graham Couch.